0: Listen to hair on, from hair on. I'm listening to hair on, there wrong, I'm listening to hair on, from hair on. I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a- Hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G.
1: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing?
0: And we've entered back into the studio for episode 350. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what you getting into this weekend?
1: I didn't see too much this weekend. I was finishing up a book, so I was pretty much just playing games in the downtime that I had. So I didn't really get to catch anything this weekend.
0: Okay, okay. I did get to catch something this weekend. Uh me and Carolina happened to... Uh, get a spot of time with Kendrick uh, and his grandparents. So we ran and watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3.
1: Nice. I've heard good things about that.
0: Boy, oh boy. So I'm going to do my spoiler free review first. I'm going to go in as as much depth as I can without revealing any plot or anything like that. And then next Monday we'll get into a more in-depth. So I'm going to give some people some time because for once I'm a little bit on the curve, you know what I mean? Like it, the, the movie is out recently, and I got to watch it. So, yeah, dude, I want to respect the the uh, the people who haven't seen it yet because, boy, oh boy, solid nine point five out of ten. Absolute must see, whether you're a Marvel fan or not. The movie was was astounding. Great movie. Um, I can't speak enough praise to it. Um, there's just there's there's so many points in the movie where i found myself appreciating what was being done you know what i mean Mm -hmm. beyond just the entertainment value i appreciated what james gunn was doing with the movie you know um i think that above and beyond the genre of superhero movie in general james gunn has managed to perfectly balance in my opinion at least with this movie and hopefully with what he has coming out in the future, he's perfectly balanced action, comedy, and drama. It 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 really does such a great job of melding all of those things in um, that it, it's it's notable. You know what I mean? Like when something excels in so many different areas, um, especially in comparison to its uh com- um its contemporaries, you know it it. it it becomes very stark in contrast. And boy, oh boy, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is definitely a high point um, in this year's movie. I think it's absolutely a a movie of the year contender. Um, Just, gosh, just beautifully done, like in terms of the visuals. All of the visuals were amazingly done. Um, Costume design, monster design. um, So the high, uh, that's not a spoiler, right? Everyone knows
1: yeah, yeah it's, it's um, oh, yeah, he's in the trailers and stuff. Yeah,
0: because I'm, I'm not exactly sure what common knowledge is, what's been in the trailers, because I actually didn't watch the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy before um, the movie came out. Um, just because I knew I was going to watch it, you know, I, I genuinely enjoy that property, so you know, even I, I I'm willing to take in a lot of what they're going to give, so I was just like, yeah, it's not a biggie for me, but boy, man, it served, it served on every level. Character introductions, um, development on old characters. Uh, Nebula is cleanly my favorite character
1: in <laughs> the Galaxy. Nebula's always been gangsta as fuck.
0: I never, I never respected her. I never respected her uh, in the beginning of her arc because of... I don't typically like characters that are ch- chasing a rival. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. when that rival is trying to level with you and say, no, 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 you're good, actually. Like, they're validating you. And she's like, nope. I didn't kill you, though. And it's just like, (laughs) all right, my guy. You're doing a lot. You know what I mean? And so Nebula in the beginning was definitely far from my favorite character and is absolutely through. And I think that's the real real, um, testament to the quality of the character development in these movies is that characters like that have come so far. I absolutely thought Mantis was a throwaway character in the second movie. I thought that she was introduced to be a plot device. Yeah. To get it moving. And the whole They didn't arc-
1: really do shit with her in the second movie.
0: No, I thought it and, and then in all of the side properties, you got to see her a lot more. And then in this movie, it really hit home. Like, no, she's a guardian. Like she's well, well uh worth her spot on that team. And you know, just so much uh Bro, <clears throat> the High Evolutionary is cleanly the first villain to be presented in any of these movies. There is no misguided ethics. There's no tragic backstory. There's no uh 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 overarching, you know, virtuous goal that they've, you know what I mean, uh 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 taken to an extreme. None of that. The high evolutionary is a stain on the universe that must be wiped out. <laughs> he is the worst, the worst, dude. Oh, um and I don't want to butcher the man's name, so I'm not going to attempt to, but the actor who played him... Myrne. Played Myrne as well, and he did a phenomenal job there. Well, boy, did he just... He was like, all right, go ahead, go ahead. And he just knocked it out the park, bro. Destroyed that role. Destroyed it. I mean, embodied it on every single level. You know what I mean? Like, every scene that he was in, he carried such... It was such a balance of this weird uh, arrogance that comes with uh, uh, with a little bit of power, mixed in with just a vitriol and menace that it doesn't. It there's no amount of backstory that, that will ever that will ever justify the kind of malice and cruelty that this this man was just wreaking across, you know, the universe. You know, and and, 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 and he had, there was two things with, with, with uh, High Evolutionary that I was like, bro, never gonna fuck with you. First of all, he wanted to create a perfect world, and his dumbass idea was to recreate Earth. <laughs> of all the fucking planets that we know are populated with aliens in this fucking universe that we know exists in the Marvel Universe, this dumbass shows Earth? You want to recreate this shit? You're dumb. You're just not, you're just not no matter how smart you tell me you are, I'm just not going to believe you. I'm just not going to believe you. That you thought that this was the best thing to try to recreate perfection out of? Okay,
1: got it. Does he mean like the planet or... He was literally trying to recreate
0: in Counter-Earth, the the world Counter-Earth. Yeah, he was just doing trials to try to recreate this in the comics. That was was his storyline, you know? Gotcha. So the high evolutionary was never really like a... his motivations to me were always dead in the water from the beginning like nigga you're recreating this okay good luck you know what i mean like this failed on him purposely you know what i mean like it's the it's not broken it's fixed you know what i mean like oh you think you're gonna recreate this in a better way no this is exactly how this turns out bro you know what i mean like so his motivations never hit home for me well not that it didn't hit home for me but it always made me think of him as a Oh, yeah, you're just not a smart villain type of guy. Um, and it, someone who's so heavily motivated um, by his emotions that pretends not to be. You know what I mean? Those those villains who pretend to be so aloof and separate. But it's like, no, nigga, you're just emotional. You are just as emotional as the filthy abominations that you keep on trying to cleanse the world of. Like, you're the worst. The worst, man. God, did I love watching him get his ass whooped. It was good it was, that was that and that's there's nothing wrong with that that's what i may, mean by i appreciated what they did they didn't have to humanize him there was no reason to make this villain um um sympathetic why not a, not every sim- villain needs to be you know uh uh uh, uh alluring in that way you know I'm, I'm i'm glad that it exists and killmongers and and the kangs of the world are cool and all but I also just want to see a guy that I enjoy watching get beat up. You know what I mean? Like I didn't watch enjoy watching Killmonger die. That's it was emotional. You know what I mean? Like it was good and well done, and that's you know what I mean. But I didn't enjoy. I enjoyed watching Kang get mauled. Like it was good. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those things. Like yes, get this guy done because he overwhelmingly has earned it. You know what I mean? Like I appreciated that that they gave me a villain that. I didn't have to, like, you know, morally debate whether the way that he was handled in the end was right or wrong. Nah. Nah. He earned every little bit of it. (laughs) Down to the very second. You know what I mean? Like, you know, again, like what they did with Moff Gideon and Mandalorian. Like, nope. At no point did I be—was I like, yo, Moff, man, gosh, you really— you really could just tweak the plan a little bit and it really could kind of not be the worst thing in the world. Like, no, dog. He was trying to make it's Jedi like, nah, slave the clones plan. kill this man. Nothing good will come of any of his plans, I promise. And so yeah, dude, like, really well done. And you know what I didn't know what the number one feeling I got at the end of this movie was, which is the um I think the highest praise you could give to any piece of media that you consume satisfied i was absolutely satisfied with the culmination of the series the culmination of the arcs the culmination of everything they wrapped up all of their plot threads everything they did i was satisfied and i cannot say that and it's not even because a lot of these movies are bad in their own right it's because it's part of the design of setting up another movie is mm-hmm. to leave it super open-ended. And James Gunn nailed it. And I felt satisfied and hype. I want to see whatever happens in the future with these characters, no matter, you know, what whether it's in a guardians format or whether it's in an individual format or anything of that nature. I'm hype. But at the same time, I feel like my movie ended. I felt like I was given a full movie and I wasn't like it wasn't really just bait on the hook for another movie, you know what I mean? Really 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 good. Just all around um I'm going to have I'm going to have a field day with the internet because I think I think this is one that I think I want to jump into the into the morass and let people know like don't play. Don't do that. If you're going to do critiques, let's do critiques cuz I would love to hear some genuine critiques of the movie. Because, you know, I got the rose-colored shades on right now. I, you know, I'm in the, the midst of having enjoyed it. But don't be like, yo, this was the worst thing ever. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> let's, let's let's try not to do that here. You know what I mean? This was, you know, one of those big ones that was... that, that That's worth kind of, like, talking about with a little bit more um, uh, genuine veracity than we usually do on the internet. Because, boy, oh, boy. I'm sure there's... It, Of course, the internet is a place for haters to coalesce. So I I can't wait to see what they have to say. But boy, I'm sure that there's going to be some really, really um, great Easter egg hunts. Like, you know, those videos where they break down all the Easter eggs. There's got to be a ton of them that I missed. (laughs) Because the movie was so good and so well done that you're soaking it in. You're going to miss something. You know what I mean? And they have a habit of doing it like every other scene. Like, oh, did you notice hey, this that here? You know what I mean. Like, the cameos were cool too. You know, because out in nowhere, there's always cameos at the random aliens that 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 use it as a, um, as a stopover. Um, gosh, man, I cannot wait to do the spoiler review because it is in depth. Do you plan on seeing it anytime soon?
1: Yeah, I was probably going to see it this weekend. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, definitely gotta gotta because I want to I want to go in on that because, jeez, man, just the. I love how in general the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are formatted in a way where you have like the A main goal, main quest type thing, but because of the the, the goofy dynamics of the team, there's always gonna be like, all right, and then the plot to 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 deal with whatever fuck up has happened, to to throw everything awry, you know what I mean? Like that's oh, that's like a part of the structure of it, and I think it, the adventure within it, an adventure is a fun format for them to do. You know what I mean? Like they do it really well.
1: They're always getting up the hijinks.
0: Yes. Like the uh,
1: portal shit in the second one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Just like that. You know what I mean? There's it's, it, there's more renditions of that type of interaction, um, but you know, creatively done. Not it's not just that. But um, ah, uh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to to dance around anything that's too revealing because honestly, like. One of the benefits of this movie is that I I absolutely feel was was a benefit was going in blind. Which, to me, makes me feel like there has to... I think that because of the size of these movies, they've validated such marketing budgets that they kind of got to... They feel like they have to do so much. And honestly, I think they've overshot the sweet spot of where... I don't need to know everything, and the less I know actually does create some affinity during the consumption of the movie. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they they have these huge budgets, and you have to put some form of content in them, they end up, I think, revealing a little bit too much and putting too much pressure to, to have something to, to fill this media space with when really and truly they should just be more creatively doing the small you know because it's more about getting people awareness you know i think the big value of of commercial media and promotion is the awareness people gain but you don't want them to feel like they've consumed the media through that preview you know what i mean um and also you know not for nothing that also does work in the favor of maybe something that's not as great because you know Less said, less rope to hang yourself with, type of thing. But nonetheless, you know, I think people who consume media are willing to take that crapshoot. You know, that's kind of the thing. Is like that's what you want to know. You know, that's why you go to watch it. Is you're willing to to see if it's going to be good. You know, that's part of media consumption. I think. Um, And so, yeah, I think that that shouldn't be as heavily weighed um, in it because, boy, man, yeah, I really do think that I benefited a huge deal from coming in completely blind. Um, I didn't see any of the previews so I wasn't aware of any of the side characters Like, I don't even know which side characters I could mention that were because there's so many of them it's a very wide range of characters
1: yeah you know? pretty much the only side character in the movie or in the trailers is Adam Warlock
0: I love what they did with Adam Warlock because they kind of because of that character and that character's comic book origins they put themselves into a little bit of a corner by having destroyed the Soul Stone but what they chose to do with him, Absent the Soul Stone, I think was still wildly entertaining. I think was still very well done. And I like Will Poulter. He's a good actor. He's um, very good. One thing I will say is that um the power fluctuations <clears throat> are 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 at maximum. Dude, the readings are off the charts. You know what I mean? Characters will go from getting punched and flying across the room to catching a spaceship. And that's an, that is absolutely does not happen. That is a gross over-exaggeration. I just did that because I didn't want to. But that is the level of difference in their powers. Like, how did you take that punch like a bitch, but yet you're out here, you know what I mean, performing massive feats of strength? <laughs> you know, kind of misbalancing. Um, Closure on, like, everything, dude. Even just, like, random, like... Funny little ha-has that happen get closure. That's what I mean. Like the ultimate satisfaction.
1: Yeah, it seems like this was uh, James Gunn is stepping away from the franchise, so he definitely wanted to put everything to rest. You know, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, he it has been sad. the flagship
1: director of the the whole thing, which is very lucky him. Not a lot of um, not a lot of directors get a Marvel trilogy. I don't think any Marvel trilogy has had the same director for all three. Now that I'm thinking about it, they always the get Man's. switched around. Now nah, hell no. Nah third one was done the third one
0: oh obviously yes noticeably no, movie was uh, not John Favreau yeah, yeah that, was, that was a uh, Matt,
1: Matt Reeves I want to say sorry if Matt Reeves if that wasn't you but I think that I think the third Iron Man was Matt Reeves you're right they not his um none of the Spider-Man's I mean geez yeah so he has you know he had uh I, I guess this movie definitely shows the benefit of having the singular uh, uh captain of the ship for the entire journey
0: Remember? Remember they tried to cancel that man for saying some silly shit on Twitter.
1: Yeah, and you notice how wild. quickly Marvel retracted that shit.
0: Bro. I mean, can you imagine if Marvel would have really shot themselves in the foot like that? Like, really? You gonna do it? all right, my guy? And that's but that's what's created the whole reason now. Actually, wasn't that the reason why he went to DC for a short while? Absolutely. And now he's he's decided. To split his time, or, I mean, I don't know how much further that's going to go on, but he has been splitting his time up until now.
1: Yeah, I believe now he's going to take over full-time as the DC stuff, and he's done with the Marvel stuff. I mean, for now, anyway.
0: And not for nothing, um, the DCU is so much smaller than the MCU. I th- think that he could still, if it was only, like, one property in Marvel, like, if he was only doing Guardians, I think, given how that Kevin Feige would managed to do the entire MCU for its entire, for its whole lifespan. I could imagine he's able to, it just might suck working for literally two competing companies. That might be a conflict of interest at some point.
1: Maybe, I don't know, but, um, yeah, but I don't think he's working. He's continuing with Marvel. That's what I think. I I think he's specifically stepping over and only doing the DC. That's why I said this one was his last one. And as of now, he doesn't have any, um, he doesn't have any, uh, uh, anything that's already decided as far as him doing Marvel.
0: Yeah, so that's
1: why I think that he he sort of got the chance to put everything into his last project before stepping away type shit, and it really shows.
0: And and not for nothing, not it's not always a good thing when this happens, but he didn't, he he left fruitful openings. But I don't want to say that he left cliffhangers, but there's absolutely like he cleaned his plate off, like he he absolutely finished his storyline. But he didn't like put so much closure that you like there's no springboards. You know what I mean? Like, whoever picks this up after him, there's very obvious jumping points. Very obvious jumping points that will not only um allow for continuity. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, my man did a super solid, cause he could have did like um Oh man, like uh who who's the asshole who did um Star Wars um Force Awakens?
1: Not that I even Is I like Is that the Force first, Awakens? second or third one? It's Ryan one. Johnson. Oh, the first one and third one was um ja- uh JJ Abrams. The second one was Ryan Johnson. Okay,
0: so the way that that JJ J. Abrams did Force Awakens knowing that he wasn't going to be doing the next one I don't think he knew at that time. Oh, he wasn't aware.
1: No. Nah. Oh, it, was, it was a last-minute were... shake-up after the after the that one, and they got Ryan Johnson to replace him after the first one, and then when that didn't work, they got back J.J. Well, Abrams again. Yeah,
0: because that 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 second one was
1: bad, bad. Yeah, good. that whole that whole series was just poorly managed, and
0: yeah. Well, okay, so that know. might might be a perfect example of what I'm saying, but nonetheless, like, it, it really, I, I think that James Gunn uh could do a ton a ton based on his ability to n- dictate his own schedule in a lot of cases and stuff like that i think that if he chose to uh to to go on with them he left either for whoever comes after him or himself tons of really great uh spots whether it's with um uh more uh guardians content or even, you know, uh following individual guardians because they all have he did a great job of building up their individual lives. You know what I mean? Um there, there's just so many uh I, I can't I after uh you watch it, I'll be able to go into a lot more depth as to what I mean by that. But there's just so much done in that movie. And then to leave there feeling satisfied given how much it seems like there's a uh, 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 vision for the horizon it's, uh, it's just impressive it's really impressive i think um i don't know i think i gotta go see it again i watched it in 3d it was amazing in 3d so many scenes i felt popped out it and i don't know if it's the technology is getting better or what but i didn't get a headache I've never been able to sit through an entire 3D movie and not get a headache. And I've sat through, I would say, nine 3D movies at this point. So that's a decent sample size. You know what I mean? And consistently, because I think the first one I ever watched was Polar Express back in the day-day in 3D. And Christmas Carol. Um, There's just uh, tons of 3D movies that I've watched uh, throughout the years. And... Yeah, I, got, I made it through one and no headache. Um, I think it was because of the use of color as well. This movie is very well like designed. The set designs are... There's no scene where I'm like, God damn it, where's the lighting? I can't see! Because that is... I mean, even John Wick had a, uh, a scene like that. <laughs> God damn it, guys. It's so cool that they're fighting at night in the rain. I cannot see. I have bad eyes, you know what I mean? Like so the fact that there was not a single scene in this movie that I felt like uh I was like I was straining to 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 focus on. Solid. Just like a super well-done movie, man. Um noticeably better than a lot of the stuff that I've seen as of recent, even though I will say that my movie consumption has gone down precipitously since Kendrick's been born. Um yeah. Just such a great movie i could go on for the whole hour about this you know but i'm pretty sure the longer i go on is the 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 more of the the, uh spoiler minefield will be created so uh other than that i i don't want to even uh chance that anymore so yeah dude definitely worth the watch 9.5 out of 10. Only because, and the only reason why I don't give it a 10 is because I only give 10s to things that change my life or change my view. Like, if I go into a movie and then I leave it thinking differently about movies, you know what I mean? Or something in in general, and I've had, like, a philosophical concept revolutionized through the way that this person either depicted or wrote something, that's that last .5. I gotta see that, and that's rare. And you, and Marvel Media is just not the place to go for that, honestly. And so, you know, if I ever get a ten out of ten Marvel movie, you know that that's 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 the missing piece because this is as close as you can possibly get to a, a perf like a perfect movie. I've heard many people in person, not even not even talking on the internet. Um, I went to a baby shower. I went. I did some some family visits, and dude. Many people are, are saying, "Yeah, this is my favorite Marvel movie." Like out of the batch, out of the forty some odd movies, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much heard heard the same.
0: Yeah, so I think that that's crazy. That's that's wild. You know what I mean? Because um, I just I don't think every I don't think that anything is going to top Black Panther for me because Black Panther, Black Panther did kind of change the way that I. I thought about American media and what they would be willing to do with an African aesthetic. And the level of authenticity they'd be willing to go to, you know, to create a fictional thing. You know what I mean? Because obviously, the authenticity of a fictional um, aesthetic is dubious, but you get where I'm going with that. You know what I mean? Uh, In terms of uh, the inspirations that they use to create that aesthetic. You know? So yeah, Black Panther... very gonna be have a hard time uh dethroning that as my favorite but this is definitely my top three i can't even and i can't think of number three you know what i mean so yeah definitely guardians of the galaxy three worth the time okay i put 20 minutes on and i think that that is well well within its deservings um Oh man, the previews though, dog. The previews, Beast Machine. Is it Beast Wars?
1: Beast Wars. Rise of the Beasts.
0: Yeah. Oh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast looks amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, and I know they're cherry picking. I'm not going to <clears throat> over uh, over expect on the story, but it if it serves on the visuals for
1: me and
0: doesn't leave me. Wretching uh, at the story,
1: I consider that a resounding success. Pretty much, my bar for Transformers, Transformers movies is super low. Yes, yeah, I just want to see Optimus Prime fuck nigga up, Really If Optimus Prime decapitates or bifurcates somebody, my money is well spent.
0: If 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 Primal rips a nigga in half from crotch me? to cowl, I'll be happy. Um, and so yeah, bro, it looks really. And good. if they put rat trap in it automatically uh, yeah, bro, automatically. rat trap bro what that's like that's like transformers is uh rocket raccoon you know what i mean mm-hmm. like really really charismatic yeah, uh i haven't uh, seen
1: him in the trailer so it <laughs> don't look good but yeah you know hopefully they're keeping some things oh, we're, in we're the talking
0: back about rocket. trailers i was like oh man is this a spoiler but it's like no nah, nigga you're talking about a trailer rhinox bro
1: yeah what? he looks fucking fresh
0: dope um that looks really
1: good. I'm like, yo, why is my nigga got like a fucking reactor in his mouth or some sort of shit? <laughs> cool design, though? but <laughs> why not though? <laughs> what exactly is happening there? I have no clue.
0: But yeah, that is, I'm super, super highly anticipating that. Um, and and I believe that my expectations are properly modulated to provide a tip top experience. You know what I mean? Because yo, that's one that um, yeah, I needed to see a little bit before going in. I want to know something. I want it because I can't trust um, Transformers after they let Michael Bay run roughshod, and then they did that that last the last one that I saw in movies was funny. I think Sal saw it too, and we just had a field day ripping on Michael Bay
1: for a long time on it. Um, yeah, they rebooted that whole shit. This movie's into continuity.
0: Yeah, oh, they got who? Got to, bro? The nigga released the fucking uh, Dinobots into the, into the wild like that wasn't going to massively mess with Earth, earth ecology. Like, bro. I, I
1: like how you say that like um, the, the, the previous Transformers movies as a bastion of continuity and shit. And they don't just like completely throw shit away that happened in the ending of the previous movie.
0: Facts. okay. True, true, true. true. They, were never, uh, they were never married to the idea of Fuck realism. No.
1: It was always the rule of cool every single movie, bro. And unfortunately, actually, it was always defined by Michael can I, Bay.
0: Can I, can I, can I uh, rephrase that? Because I think that Michael Bay is prolific of, enough of a director to where he has his own rule, and I call it the rule of boom. It's Pretty not much. the rule of cool, because Pretty the rule much. of cool is very dynamic. The rule of boom is more Michael Bay style. But
1: you know, I still <laughs> say the rule of cool, because this, I'm telling you, when in the first movie when Optimus Prime whipped out the, the, okay, the, the wrist blade, was, was stabbed the dude and sock a him head off. Yes. And in the second movie yes. when Optimus Fight was uh, pri- no. was was 2v1ing starscream 3v1ing Megatron Starscream and some rando in the bushes thought he could run up on Optimus, and that Rando got cut the fucking two. You feel me? So not that, That's why I feel like it's not sometimes it goes a little farther than the boom.
0: Yes, true. He does hit. And and that's and that's not to say, I should, let me stop racking on him because I I do have a poor habit of just like being totally down on him because I would say that like he's not he's like a forty five percent, you know what I mean? You could almost trust him fifty percent, just not quite. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not the worst ratio. That's not the worst batting average you can get on the team. You know what I mean? It's actually a pretty good batting average. That's what we're talking about.
1: The thing with Michael Bay is you can always trust Michael Bay to be Michael Bay. If you're expecting anything else, you will be disappointed.
0: The problem with the rule of boom is that there's no middle ground. The rule of cool could be like, oh, that just didn't land. You know? But the rule of boom is, is if I don't make this amazingly cool— it is going to be so wretched. It's just gonna be like, I don't even really want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Like the rule of boom is just such extreme sometimes. And that's what happened to the Transformers. It's like it was either amazing like the first one or trash. And then he hit a, a a bad streak of just not really hitting with the boom. You know what I mean? It was like, oh Michael, come on, dog. He he did that uh you remember that that failed pro Bowl he did? And he had to walk off because the teleprompter fucking um, yeah. conked out on him. You know, it's just that he never—he kind of lost his like that—that that high he was riding. You know what I mean? Like how the mighty have fallen type of thing. But yeah, Michael Bay—he's not actually bad. It's just that when he is bad, he's really, really bad. Because um, yeah, when when they did that Transformers in China thing, that was so bad. Yeah, it was super goofy. Oh boy, boy, was it racist, man? And it's like, man, you went out of your way to be racist towards Chinese people? And you're pandering to them? Like, what did, how, did you think that was gonna land? Like, because it was clearly that whole during that whole kind of era where Hollywood was like, alright, we want our movies to land in China, so we gotta put a scene in China to make it sellable, right? Boy, oh boy. Don't do it if you're just gonna insult the people that you're putting in the movie. Like, he literally had, like, Chinese slurs in there. And I'm just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like it was it was bad. It was bad news bears. but um I, I guess that's not all his fault either. That's also <laughs> the writers. like I, I mean, it's technically your fault because the buck stops at you when you're a director because when you hear that line, you should be like, "Cut, Wait a second. Wait a second.
1: oh, so Michael Bay knows Chinese.
0: No, no, no! Oh, when I say a Chinese slur, is a reference to Chinese people.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Something that is very an English casual. word that is a slur to yes. Chinese people. I thought you were saying it was. Yeah, that's. Uh,
0: oh gotcha. man, that would that could have happened. I don't even know because I don't speak Chinese. You're right. You know what I mean? It's a, that could have happened, and I just missed that one. But yeah, no, it's because um, Americans have a lot of casual racism in their vernacular. And so, he just used normal American vernacular, which to, you know, 99% of the rest of the world is like, oh, what is wrong with you? Why do you speak like that type of shit? So, yeah. Uh, needless to say, um, Michael Bay. And, and he's not on this. Is he, this, is he on this one? No, right? Nah.
1: New, new, whole new.
0: Whole new new. Um, they definitely kept the visual squad, though, because they are definitely in the school of uh, we're, tra- we're transforming by every inch. We're not transforming chunks and plates. It's every inch of the robot is transforming. You know what I mean? Like, they they kept that aesthetic
1: for sure. Yeah, like um, Optimus Prime's superfluous face mask. That, yeah. like, like you said, transforms in multiple pieces and then becomes solid. I'm like, I guess. I for guess. So. Yeah. Uh, what? I'm not a robot. I, uh, maybe that is necessary. Who who knows? Who the you fuck does?
0: Who thinks like a robot? <laughs> you feel me? You know maybe that I mean? is a thing. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bumblebee looks like a beast, man. Yeah. I really like what they did with Bumblebee. Honestly, like they made that character into like, they when they said that that was when they decided that's going to be their staple character. They were they really like leaned into it. Um, too bad it sucked all the energy out of the rest of the freaking franchise. But hopefully this will breathe some life back into it because it looking good. Um, what else we got, um, dude? And, and 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 I'm really looking forward to to the Marvels. I saw the Marvels preview. Dude, that trailer looked super, super interesting. Um, because of it, and 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 because of the way it seems like they're explaining their powers are entangled, it looks like the Marvels is gonna be, I think, one of the first original teams, right? The Marvels aren't, aren't a team out in the comics, I don't believe. I've never encountered them.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, uh-huh. no,
0: because Kamala Khan is a new creation and she's never teamed up with the other two. So this I think is really, really interesting. Um, fun, new, original team for Marvel to be able to use as um, a platform in in um, Phase 5. I think that the Marvels is going to be like a cornerstone team that comes together with other teams to face off the larger threats, especially because the core power set of the Marvels, I think, is probably in, like... It's probably... It's A plus S tier power level, for sure. It's very high.
1: Shit, come on's gonna need to graduate high school first.
0: Uh, bruh, you got listen, graduate all you want as long as you can save the universe, bro. We need that. We need that.
1: Nah, she got she got immigrant parents, bro. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she ain't doing shit before she graduates school. Universe. You feel me? Yeah, yo. School. You ain't got your
1: education? <laughs> Fuck them. Superpowers. What happens if you lose your powers? If you, what if you lose your powers then I gotta take care of you? Fuck all that. Get your ass to school.
0: What if we don't have a universe? <laughs> Like, damn, uh, yo, no! it is so funny the way that, a, uh, I could say, at least a Jamaican parent's um, priority levels will totally be skewed. Like, yo, do this. We're like, but, mom, I don't know if that's going to be the best thing for my future. Yo, you're going to do this because I'm not taking hey, care of you. Know, hey, boy. if
1: you don't do it, you're not going to have no future.
0: You know what I mean? let me tell, like you, again. Make me tell you again. Make me tell you again. <laughs>
1: Like, god um, damn did you, did, did, does, does my life need to be threatened out for this? It's just dishes.' just <laughs>
0: dishes. Oh man, but yeah dude, definitely looking forward to the Marvels, man. That preview was really, really fun. and um yeah, yeah i i I think that uh, even the previews for the movie were amazing like i was I left that that movie at at every level, like, dang, that was like probably my best movie watching experience in I would say at, at least five years.
1: Yeah, it's because we're going into the summer blockbuster season.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think a mo- uh, movie of the year contender, though. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up there. Um, But yeah, moving on. Uh, since we're done with all the fun, let's go ahead and get into here some of these topics. Because, uh, yeah, they, we'll start off with one that I personally find uplifting, but then the remainder all downhill from there. And so um, I think I want to keep on covering this, this Writers Guild of America uh, strike because daily new shit's happening. Daily there's, there's, there's new updates. First of all, shout out to the fucking three writers who were picketing that shut down Warner Brothers uh, uh, shooting for the day. Three writers pick, uh, were picketing. And this is what the fuck I mean when I say we need cross-industry, horizontal-industry solidarity. Because guess what? No other union worker, whether they were part of the WGA, was willing to cross that picket line. It only took three of them to represent. And they couldn't get anyone from IATSE the International Association of Theatrical and Stage Hands or something, something, and Entertainers uh, Guild, that that entire uh, uh, organization, they were like, no, we're not crossing their picket line. Because guess what? How much more powerful are our demands when they won't write for you when we stop, when we ask them not to? So here we are now, three people shut down Warner Brothers shooting for a whole day. That's gotta fuck up some schedules. That's gotta fuck up some schedules. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure those they they they, they can only absorb but so many days like that before actors you know start having to do other shit.
1: Bro, Warner can't win for losing, bro. <laughs> and so I mean, he's just be taking L's for like three, four years straight.
0: They deserve it though. Pay the people, dog. Hey, to people, dog. We've got our first high-end casualty. Season 5 of Stranger Things canceled indefinitely because Netflix won't pay the writers. Now, I think that this is a little bit different. So, the, the strike is multifaceted. There's obviously pay discrepancy issues that, that the writers are interested in dealing with. But there's also negotiations on how to deal with writing royalties and so forth from streaming.
1: Which was the purpose of the original writing strike, and some people are still having that same issue.
0: They never fixed it on the first strike. They were never—and never, that's why the studios are so fucking emboldened to do what they're doing and just wait them out, is because they did it last time. Nothing fucking changed. And the writers came back because— and that's why the dickhead CEOs say shit and go on record saying things like, the writers write because they love to write. So I think that if we just wait, they go. They went on record. I forgot which CEO said it, but it was one of the big, uh, big CEOs was like, the writers want to write, so they'll eventually come back. Like, wait a second. You have no intention of getting them to come back by negotiating like you're supposed to? You're just gonna wait them out, essentially.
1: Well, unfortunately, it's Hollywood. It, that's where all the, not all, but that's where all those people that want to do those things, that's where they head at. So, the 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 studio has the most of the 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 leverage in that situation.
0: Yes. And so, what I think part of the issue that I think the Stranger Things crew is running into is that I don't think Netflix is actually in a position because I don't. Netflix still doesn't make money, you know what I mean? It's not like the other studios where their productions get the kind of, you know, theatrical releases that make the kind of money that, you know what I mean, the return revenue. They don't they, they Netflix when Netflix produces a amazing series or show or anything, they're just getting subscription revenue. Which is why it's stupid for them to have started uh, uh in-house studio. If they were going to do that, they should have started an out, you know, an, a, a subsidiary studio that could still take on other jobs to keep themselves with income streams because the only income stream that comes from the productions that go straight to streaming and only streaming is subscriptions. So I don't think Netflix is actually profitable enough to actually pay anything other than what they've given these people. Um... I could be wrong. I don't know their internal finances. I just do know that if you were to look at the the actual, actual value of Netflix versus the actual value of something like a Marvel Studios or even a, 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 a Warner Brothers, it is not even comparable. Even though they have, through the use of the leveraging of technology, they've matched their reach. It does not mean that value wise and asset wise they have the value of those other companies. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's just from my interpretation. All those numbers are public. You could look them up if you're interested in and 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 you know adding an analysis um, for anyone out there. But yeah, it's it's definitely like I don't know if Netflix has the money. I think that they might actually be kind of genuine. And when Netflix says they don't have the money it is not the same thing as Warner Brothers not paying their writers you know what I mean not the same thing you know Um, there is degrees of, of of largeness when it comes to large corporations you know so that was super 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 encouraging to watch three union employees shut down a whole studio for a day like my guy that's union power right there that's union power and 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 if you don't hear that and 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 come into a some some reverence for at least the 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 power that these people can wield through collective bargaining ay 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 it's just i guess all of it's been taken away from you because that's that right there is super empowering i could never imagine organizing Uh, an entire sector of Warner Brothers to shut down all of, you know what I mean? Without getting beat up by the police? That's fucking impressive. You know what I mean? They did all of that and didn't end up in jail. That's crazy. To hit a corporation's pocket for a day's worth of of work and not go to jail? Because you know there is somebody in a boardroom right now screaming to get him. Screaming to get them, whoever those people are. Can we get the Pinkertons on on deck? You know what I mean? Like, they would have loved to do something to these people. But, you can't. Not not unless you would unless you want to get froggy. And they don't want to leap right now. I don't think the environment's very receptive to large corporations stamping out a three-person picket line.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if you're going to stamp the those people out you're gonna do it under the table so that it doesn't come you don't the immediate backlash doesn't come to you exactly because the backlash will be big you don't want to be like homie from bandai last week
0: (laughs) yes you don't want to be like every fucking celebrity that has been in the news for the past couple weeks just shooting themselves it's like they had a, a foot shooting contest like i wonder who could shoot themselves in the foot and knock off the largest piece like Dude, this does not sound like a competition worth having. <laughs> like, we should rethink this thing. But yeah, dude, it, 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 it was definitely in their best interest to avoid turning these three people into martyrs, you know what I mean? Because now you're you not only going to lose the three days worth of work, but you're going to lose all goodwill, you know what I mean, uh, 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 from people who are already with you who might still be pro-labor.
1: Yeah, DC isn't a strong enough studio to be to be taking risks like that. Yeah, you Warner can Brothers, die. I mean,
0: cannot be be uh, uh, bifurcating your 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 audience like that because it is uh, not big
1: enough. <laughs> it just isn't big enough. Oh he's so, they yeah. struggling to get off the ground right now. Like, you try to build a, James Gunn trying to build a whole universe for Warner brothers. You better get that shit off the ground.
0: They got the right guy though, honestly. What he did with Guardians of the Galaxy is so fucking impressive. I'm going to talk back about it again, because I'm telling you, man, after you watch that movie, you're going to be like, how did he manage or the collective creative group that 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 put this together manage to do so much work to start and finish at the same time? And knowing that the, that it's not going to be him, you know what I mean? He's not going to be the one who to do this, because as you said, he's done with Marvel. But he still did a he set up a a a great future for it. Like, you don't always see that. Usually when people are on their way out, they're on their way out. And it is obvious by the work that they provide. You know what I mean? I for all intents and purposes, I would I would watch this and assume that no, James Gunn has to wanna to keep
1: doing something involved with this, right? You know? Hey, Amen. I understand so that idea, he you feel gift, me? You know, gave, as a professional, did. I know you do professional work yeah. unless you just straight up don't fuck with that person. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> because mm. regardless of whom you do it for, it's always going to be stuck to you as something that didn't be successful. So, you know, mm. yeah. unless unless you just don't fuck with them niggas, always deliver best work.
0: Yeah, yeah, cause, um, because the body of the movie was so solid, you know, Those ideas could have been fruitful for him to use in some derivative way later and he might still, you know, but he was like, nah, I'm gonna set you up, Marvel. You're gonna be good. You're gonna be good in the future, you know what I mean? Like, if your writers wanna use this, they have everything that they need to do. If they don't wanna use this, nothing that I provided is has so much buildup behind it that when people move on, they're gonna be missing it. Like, it was really just masterfully done, it. Because yeah. you don't... I just Keeping don't the
1: that. comic book energy, you know? Because mm-hmm. that, that's Very what comic so, books yeah. do. You drop them little seeds so that if mm-hmm. another writer want to come on later on, they can expand the story if necessary. But if they don't, you know, it's still nice and self-contained either way.
0: Yeah, really good description. It definitely kept that comic book energy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to, back to the news. Gosh, can you tell I'm avoiding that shit, man? It's some fucking depressing shit going on, man. Fucking... Moving on from the writer's strike. Um, you know, I try to... Hit up relevant topics to to our listeners, you know. And uh we got a friend of the show, Heron's homie, Casey out there. Shout out, uh, who lives in Allen, Texas. And there was just recently a pretty, pretty bad shooting out there. And I mean, just fucking random psychopath in fucking tactical gear and a fucking machine gun shooting them all up. And my man's was five minutes away from that shit, bro. Like, this shit gets closer and closer and closer to home until it hits you. And then you, you know what I mean? And whether it's you or someone you directly know and affiliate with is dead. You know? Like, this country has got to do something about the cultural issues that lead people to think that that is, that's, it's, we have lost the ability to say that those are just some crazy loners anymore. It is an organized subculture in America that believes that the use of these weapons on other citizens is a viable way to air your grievances with society. That is a different thing, okay, than the interpersonal gun violence that happens in inner cities, okay? Yes, there's bystanders, but that's targeted violence. This is random wanton violence against unsuspecting populations that comes from individuals within the populations who are empowered by the policies of the government. Because whether it's that guy or the other guy who fucking shot his neighbors because they asked him to stop firing his gun at 1 a.m. and waking up their baby. So you, you know what he does? He takes the gun and goes and fires it in their home we need to deal with the culture of guns and violence in this country because we will not deal with the culture of capitalism that makes those guns readily available. So we can talk to the legislatures all we want. And yeah, absolutely. I do support banning assault weapons from general ownership. And that's... That's not an anti-gun policy. That's an anti-you-can't-fucking-put-unpermitted people with assault rifles in the public, yo. (laughs) Yes, some of those are illegal. And that law will not stop the illegal ones, obviously. But the last 50 school shootings were all done with legal guns. We knew those people had the guns. We knew those people had histories of police interactions and mental health issues. Why, if we knew they had the guns, would we just let them have them as a society? It's dereliction of duty at some point. As citizens, that we do nothing to stem that. And that's not to say we disarm the whole society. I'm not anti gun but the idea that we need guns designed to kill massive amounts of people in a civil fucking society is bonkers, right? That's not crazy, right?
1: I mean, America has a sickness, bro. It is what it is.
0: Okay, because <sighs> I, like I, in that we live here, so it it tends I tend to take seriously the things that I see in the world around me, and everything that they're saying is is like no, 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 it's good. But all the statistics and all the evidence is saying, nah, 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 you have a problem. And they fight it tooth and nail, as if people aren't dying on the back of this. You know? Whether it's the gun manufacturers who, de- who, who demand the right to proliferate the guns into, into society, or the lawmakers who refuse to regulate the industry.
1: You know, there's so many
0: levels of it that is fucked.
1: But you're also operating under the assumption that everybody values life on the same level that you do. Well, Feel me, these guys the same I should never operate the under the same that. gun people I that should. you're talking about, like they're more interested in selling guns than they don't give a fuck about it. Like none of those shootings ever affect those people because they just directly appeal to the lawmakers themselves to make sure that nothing ever happens to their bottom line. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Like, they, unfortunately for them, if you, that's the thing, if you don't already have that moral inclination to value the life of other people, like, nothing is going to be able to create that for you as an adult. You either have it or you don't. Like, like I said, some people are just fucked. Feel me? They're just, they're just, they're good people and then they're shit people on the planet. And, you know,
0: I've been, and, and I've seen this as an undercurrent for like two or three weeks now that almost every, Story or or issue that's popped up stems from a serious, deep-seated value issue of not validating people's humanity based on things that have nothing to fucking do with their humanity.
1: Yeah, like their income.
0: You know what I mean? Or like, their zip code.
1: Like or like their like skin those color. things
0: can possibly remove a person's or Education. Humanity. And and in these people's mind, in the gunmaker's mind, in the pot. That these people, because they don't fit into those specific dimensions of those demographics, they lack humanity, and it's wild. I don't just don't under. Oh, I do. I do understand. I shouldn't say I don't understand it. It just appalls me that at at this big age of humanity, that we're still choosing to organize ourselves like this. It's fucking stupid. It it, it makes me disparate and very misanthropic. You know. I I, I mean, and and and. It's 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 sad because it's, it's so unnecessary and it's so purposeful. You know what I mean? Like, if I thought it was just a natural uh, progression of human psyche, like human nature or something of that that like, it would be one thing. But I don't think it's human nature. It's obviously being pushed by an edifice that is harvesting whatever energy or whatever resources are being generated by the people who are disenfranchised by the presence of this shitty social system. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's obviously people who are who are making money off the fact that there's a huge subsection of uh, society that's underbanked. You know what I mean? Like, they benefit from this. And so, we can't say that, oh, people are, are under... Or uh, communities are underbanked because they just don't have the skills to, to do it. No. There's people who are perpetuating that status in those areas because they benefit from it. You know? And we gotta stop putting shit onto, like, oh, that person does that because... They're just bad people. And it's like, no, no, actually, society is organized to reproduce that behavior from them. And we should acknowledge that, you know, because if we don't want them to do that, guess what we could do? Fix the societal shit that encourages them to fucking do it. Because guess what? Telling someone to do something never fucking works. I mean, like, am I right or what? Like, you ever try to tell someone to do something that's in their best interest that they don't already acknowledge is in their best interest?
1: Nope.
0: Never fucking works. I believe in free will, man.
1: I let, promise. Let you. them be as fucked up or as good as they like to be. I'll deal yeah, with it either I mean, way.
0: And not even just that. It's never about and and I don't believe in taking away people's free will. I absolutely believe in 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 um enfranchising people's free will as much as possible. I'm thinking more in an advisory role, you know. Like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that because it's not in your best interest type of thing. And then, you know, the absolute refusal to actually like acknowledge like oh okay well let me at least engage with what they said is this better for me nope okay that could be a decision but they won't even engage with what's being said to them they won't even they they can't even take in that 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 very slight bit of advice it's 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 problematic and it makes for it makes for um anti societal behaviors becoming the norm and that's Weird, because societies need social behaviors to survive. But yet we live in a society that is increasingly more and more uh, uh, promoting antisocial people to the top. And because they're doing that, those behaviors are being disseminated back down into the population. Because people mimic their leaders, for better or worse. You know what I mean? And whether they do it uh, intentionally or not, because most people don't actually pay attention to where their influences are coming from, you know, that happens. You know, that's why Donald Trump has fucking uh, 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 fans across the racial spectrum, you know, because no matter what, people will default to their leaders, you know, and they made him a fucking leader. So now when you see people acting like him, you can't be fucking surprised. And it's partially their fault because they're the arbiters of their own behavior. But it's also our fault for validating that that's something that could lead you to the fucking top. Does that not encourage people to do that? You know what I mean? The same reason why we have law enforcement is to discourage people. You know what I mean? If we're acknowledging that we can have an influence on people's behavior by instituting societal, you know, edifices to discourage certain behaviors, then guess what we can also do? Pay attention to what we're encouraging people to do. You know what I mean? Like, that is way too self-reflective for this country. Never gonna happen. But, um, yeah, in a functioning society, that's what I would expect to see. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <sighs> Something's got to give. We gotta deal with the culture of killing in this country. Because the gun culture ain't going nowhere because of everything that we just talked about. The gun culture's here to stay. But unless we can convince people that those guns are not meant to be used offensively against other humans, we're going to have a fucking hard time with this as a country. No place will be safe. It's less safe for minorities, you know what I mean? But it, w- it really isn't going to be safe for anyone else, you know, because the more you put the your foot on the neck of minorities, it's going to put everyone at risk. And so why? Why wouldn't we actively just do things that are proactive to the areas that we see the damage being done. Because it's not broke. It's fixed. I fucking hate it so much, man. And It's just... I I understand why people believe it's insurmountable. You know? I just can't believe it's insurmountable. I can't. Because then it's just like... You know, then we just go down the the road of Camus. It's like, yeah. The only only philosophical uh, discussion worth having is why you haven't killed yourself yet. (laughs) Because... what's the point if this is just if all we're doing is working to recreate this bullshit i can see why people get despondent but that's why i just choose not to believe that there's no other way you know
1: i mean you can also you know search for meaning for your own life i believe that's everyone's own responsibility
0: absolutely that's that's completely separate of what i'm saying because even if you find meaning if it's still perpetuating a toxic system that will destroy the world how is that in your best interest (laughs) or anyone's best interest if you have children, you know? Like, I get it, you know, not everyone has children to worry about, but, I'm, you know, I think about my children and my children's children. If everything that I do, no matter how positive, ends up reinforcing a system that will put them into bondage, that's just, you know, that's not, that sucks, you know? And even if I find value in my life, you know, they've taken that value and and usurped it, you know? And, And taken my my goal of legacy and made it something that I can't find, you know, too much solace in or not for me personally, but I think that, that that is an understandable conclusion that I think a lot of people do come to,
1: you know? Yeah. I see that. I just, you know, Yeah, don't do it. Don't succumb to it. Don't succumb to that. I can't (laughs) let other people decide value for nothing for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, and and definitely not, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be a losing endeavor anyway, you know? But yeah, uh, and, you know, in, in, down in Texas, you know, I'm just going to wrap up with this because it's, it's going to get a little bit too depressing after this. But yeah, you know, you got the guy in Texas who took his car and rammed it into the, the, the Venezuelan migrants. And it's like the propagandizing of people to think that they randomly like to think that Venezuelan migrants are such a threat to you as an individual that you should take your car and ram it into a bus stop full of them is fucking crazy like it's clear that somebody who also has a series of other mental illness issues like they have major issues if they were going to put themselves on their, in their body at risk in that way at on you know at the spur of a moment but that mental uh, illness is exasperated by the presence of a very very hateful malicious culture targeted at migrants you know now i think there's a tons of discussion to be had of like how do we let these migrants realize that this place just isn't better than where they're coming from because the parts of society that are better are locked off from them people act like when they say like people don't understand the nuance of saying hey it's not better in america for migrants and that's because while there are sections of american society that are better than where they're coming from those sections will be prohibitively locked off from them unless they become a domestic worker and they want to go work in someone's house. Because they'll start with such a foot in the hole being an immigrant that they'll never... It is a lie that you work yourself up from working in the fields to being a multi-million dollar uh, a success story. That's a lie. Hundreds of thousands of people legally work in the fields every year as migrant workers. And guess what? Almost none of them become rich from it. You know what I mean? So we need to stop. Like, the idea that coming to America for migrants is, other than just to do seasonal work, is actually even beneficial for them. It's not. We have a shitty immigration system. We have an even worse detention system for people waiting to migrate. It's just not good. Now, yes, maybe it is that that, that it's intentionally made that way. But it does you no benefit to ignore that. It does you no benefit to ignore the trap being laid in front of you. They are clearly turning migrants into, into the new slave labor force. Because the incarceration system in this country is untenable. Internationally. If it wasn't for the fact that America ran the UN, countless nations would have brought us up on, on, on allegations of human slavery based on how we run our carceral system. Period. So, you know, it, it, it's 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 one of those things that, you know, we need to, to deal with the malicious culture of hate in America where people believe that they should kill as many people at one time to get their point across. Absolutely got to be dealt with. We also got to deal with the fact that we need to let people know that America got shit that they need to deal with, and it is a trap you have a 99% chance. You have as much of a chance as you have getting shot in in, in your own country. You have of being put into perpetual debt slavery in this country. And then you'll have kids born into the perpetual debt. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, it's, it's not better to be put into a system where you're being farmed. Like, literally, your body, you will be put into labor farms. Like, it, it's not that there aren't parts of American society that are better than where they came from. It's just that they will not be allowed to indulge in those parts of the society unless they come here legally through the pay system that America has set up. And I'm sorry, and I know that that's not the best way to do it. It's not the easiest way to do it. But that's we got to deal with that on our end. Throwing yourself at the electric fence ain't going to help. You know what I mean? And and i hate to say that i hate to say that and be that way but all it's doing is feeding the propaganda internally that there's some kind of crisis at the border and yes they will say that all they will say that no matter what they will always say so but we can't give them the evidence that that they're looking for that doesn't mean that we should in, in, encourage people to then oh, yeah, there's no crisis at the border. It's still not amenable. You know what I mean? Because there is an issue. There is a crisis with our processing and our asylum process. You know? So, you know, it, there it, there's issues all around. You know, I, I no one deserves to come to America and die. That's not what I'm saying. But I do believe that everyone needs to be fully aware of the cultural issues in America that are going undealt with for literally centuries literally centuries of undealt with cultural bias that has culminated in a mentally ill society where people kill other people in mass for little to no reason. I don't know how that sounds safer than where you are. <laughs> I just don't, you know? And so I'll wrap up on that. We, we live in a, a time of tragedies. You know, uh, uh, shout out to Case and stay safe out there. You live in the belly of the beast. Facts. It's fucking Texas, Texas is dangerous out there. The it's super dangerous.
1: Niggas just be wanting to kill for no fucking reason.
0: You know what I mean? And so yeah, you know, we gotta, we, we gotta keep ourselves safe. And and for those of you who who participate in these societal structures, do your best to hold your 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 representatives accountable because they have the power to do something about this. I'm not saying anybody can stop this from ever happening again, but we can absolutely reduce the chance of it happening. We could absolutely reduce the impact of it happening. So we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up on that. Thank you again for joining us, guys. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe to us. You can find us on Patreon.com or on uh, Anchor.fm. You could also find us on Twitter at Korea underscore Cheat and at Home Heron. You could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.